Hello and welcome back, everybody. As you know, my name's Lewis, and this is Learn English with Teachify. And I'm not alone. No, no, no. I am not on my own because I'm joined by our newest teacher, <coughs> Sean. Welcome. How are you? I'm good, Lewis. Thanks for having me on. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm、uh, back in England at the moment, and I've been telling all of my students that it's like the world the opposite way round, because here it's、um, nice and sunny. It's、uh, quite warm, and it's not raining. A miracle, I know. Wow! Because here it is cloudy. It is dusty. Because of the Sahara storm that we have here in Spain at the moment, and it's kind of rainy as well, so not very nice. Sunny Seville, yay! <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so、uh, basically today I'm gonna first ask Sean a few questions about himself, and then we'll move on and have a little chat about、uh, one of the topics we've been discussing. Which is all about decisions and decision making. So, first of all,、um, Sean,、uh, where are you from? So, I am from a little town called Tralee in County Kerry, which is in the southwest of Ireland. So, it's about four hours to the west of Dublin. And what's it like? Well, it's、um, by Irish standards, it's a medium to larger size town. Although in Spain, it would be considered a small town. We're about twenty-five thousand people.、Um, it's by the sea. It's surrounded by mountains.、Um, so there's a lot of beautiful landscapes and scenery and beaches and things like that. And overall, it's it's a pretty nice, cute little town. Lovely, and、um, because we mentioned the weather,、uh, normally, what's the weather like in your town? Normally, the weather is well. At this time of the year, it's pretty cold. I mean, it never really snows because we are next to the sea, but it might be like five to ten degrees Celsius and raining and windy. Yeah, we get a lot of rain and a lot of storms in the winter. Um, in the springtime, the weather is a little bit better. The days are getting longer, starting to get warmer. There's more sun, and actually, in the summer, especially after the end of June, the weather gets quite rainy again.、Um, so yeah, right, beautiful. It sounds very、uh, picturesque. If it's by the sea, you've got some mountains. The landscapes sound amazing, and I bet it's so green. All year round,、mm-hmm, for sure, for sure. That's thanks to all the rain that we get. Exactly the advantages of having a lot of rain. Now,、sure. um, moving on from this,、uh, so you're from Ireland,、uh, the southwest, a very picturesque place.、Um, where did you go to university, and what did you study? Yeah, so I went to university in a city called Galway, which is in the west of Ireland. Okay, so I'm from the southwest, and Galway is about three hours to the north, directly opposite Dublin. Okay, so Galway is a beautiful coastal city,、um, and it's famous for traditional music. 
It's famous for a special ring, actually called the cladder ring, which is a type of uh, ring that uh, lovers give to each other. Um, and I studied in the National University of Ireland in Galway, uh, and I studied French and Spanish. And uh, given that today's topic is about decisions, what made you make the decision of uh, going to this uni and studying this degree? Well, good question. So I made the choice or I made the decision to study French and Spanish because ever since I was a little child, I always loved languages. And so, for example, when my family and I would go on holidays to, for example, the south of Spain, um, I would love to learn a few words in Spanish and to practice, for example, ordering food or asking for directions or even just saying gracias or something like that. I loved uh, learning languages and I still do to this day. So when I finished school, I decided to do a degree in French and Spanish because French was the other language as well as Spanish that I studied in in secondary school. And um, now looking back on this decision, uh, do you regret it or do you think you made the right choice? I think I made the right choice and I do not regret my decision um, because studying languages has allowed me to achieve uh, quite a high level of French and Spanish. Um, it has allowed me to live in France for a year where I was able to further improve my, my French and also to come to Spain, where I am now in Seville at the moment, and I'm constantly improving my Spanish. But if I, I know if I didn't study this degree, I wouldn't have the level maybe to, to speak as well as I do now. Right. And so you were in France for a year. Um, where did you stay and what did you do during this time? Mm -hmm. So I spent a lot of my time in France in Toulouse. Which was in the, which is in the southwest of France and is famous for different things. For example, rugby. Um, rugby is very popular there. So I was on Erasmus there, and I studied in the Le Mirail, which is the University of Toulouse. It's one of their campuses there. Um, and I also spent a lot of time in places like Nantes, uh, Le Mans, which is near about two hours from Paris. Um, and I also visited Normandy. Bordeaux and several other places. And if you had to go back to France to live there for another year, where would you choose? Where would I choose? Good question. I think I would choose or try somewhere totally different. Um, so maybe somewhere in the east of France, like Lyon, um, which I visited one time for a few days and I really, really love the city. I love the architecture, the people, the food, and just the overall atmosphere of the city. So I think, Lewis, I would probably choose Lyon. Now, um, I'm going to bring up something that I remember you told me uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's related to what you just said about being in Lyon and food. So um, you told me recently that you used to be a vegetarian, right? <laughs> This is true. So is true. Um, how was life in France being a vegetarian? And in particular, these couple of days in Lyon. 
Well, mm, to be honest with you, at the time, I was not a vegetarian. <laughs> so I became a vegetarian in September of 2020. So uh, just after the first lockdown, um, kind of as an experiment. Um, and in the meantime, I did go back to France and I spent Christmas there in 2020 as a vegetarian. And now that was very strange because at Christmas, I'm not sure if you're aware, but the French eat um, a lot of typical meats and things like that, but especially they eat a thing called foie gras, foie gras, mm. which is like um, the liver, the organ of the duck, a fatty liver. That is what they eat at Christmas. And so I could not partake in that or I could not eat turkey or ham or anything like that. I had to eat a, a tofu alternative. So it was difficult, Lewis. It was difficult. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Now, um, moving from France uh, across the border to Spain, uh, nowadays you're living in Sevilla. Have you always lived in Sevilla, in Spain? No. In fact, uh, uh, last year, last the end of last summer in August, I moved to Madrid, or as they say, Madrid. And so um, I really love Madrid, but I decided that I wanted to try a new city. And a lot of people had told me about how beautiful Sevilla is um, in terms of the climate, the, the flamenco, the architecture, everything. So I decided to take a chance and come to Seville. And I arrived here at the beginning of January. So I'm completely new here in Seville, and I am absolutely in love with the city. Olay. Now, um, whenever you're making a decision, a lot of people will write a list and they'll write down some pros and cons and arguments in favor and arguments against. When you were in Madrid, what were the pros and cons of possibly moving to uh, Sevilla, to the south? Yeah. Uh, so when I was making this decision, so before I made up my mind, I it was really cold in Madrid, actually, um, around November, December. And I was getting kind of sick of the cold. And so I had heard that in Seville, uh, the weather tends to be warmer, <laughs> even in the winter. So that was definitely one of the pros was was the warmer climate. Um, another pro was, um, well, in general, it's a cheaper city to live than, than Madrid in terms of rent and overall uh, daily costs, like going to a restaurant, things like that. Um, and also the, the size. So although I really like Madrid, um, coming from a town of 25,000 people, it was a little bit too big for me at times. So uh, Seville uh, being a slightly smaller, well, a smaller city but not too small um this was definitely another pro for me so i would say overall the climate uh slightly cheaper cost of living and the size of the city Perfect. and um was it tricky to get used to the accent from sevilla when you were used to the accent from madrid for sure for sure it was very tricky at the at the beginning although i'm getting used to it now um, and there are moments where it is still tricky um, to understand the accent here, especially if they speak really quickly to me. However, I have also fallen in love with the accent here. Um, and I think it has a, a special 
a special something to it, the uh, accent. Uh, je ne sais quoi. As je ne sais quoi, exactly, Lewis. <laughs> and so I have even found myself imitating the accent at times. For example, in Madrid, I would always say gracias. But here, sometimes I say gracias. And it just escapes me. It comes out of me without thinking. So, yeah. Uh, difficult to understand at times, but I really do like this accent. So bit by bit, little by little, step by step, you're turning into uh, Sevianito just in time for the Feria and uh, Holy Week. Exactly, exactly. Now, um, a few final questions before we call it a day uh, related to a topic about uh, decisions and decision making. I've already asked you quite a few questions about it, but I'm going to tell uh, you and everybody else that I'm a really indecisive person. It's always really hard for me to make up my mind and it stresses me out whenever I have to make a decision, no matter how big or small a decision might be. So even right now, uh, after we have done this podcast, I don't know what to make myself for lunch. And I've been thinking about it for the last hour. And I'm like, oh, should I make some pasta? Should I make a sandwich? And this decision, even if it's really small, is stressing me out. That's how indecisive I am. So um, that being said, um, Sean, would you say you're a decisive or indecisive person? I think with little decisions like what I'm going to have for lunch or what I'm going to do this evening, I'm a pretty decisive person and I make my decisions based on my feelings and not based on pros or cons or anything like that, just based on how I'm feeling and what I would like to do or eat. Um, so on the other hand, uh, when it comes to big decisions, yes, I can be very indecisive because mm, I think I'm afraid of making the wrong decision. And so it takes me a long time to make up my mind. And then once you've made up your mind, um, do you sometimes change your mind later? Sometimes I have second thoughts about my decisions, um, for sure, Lewis. Um, however, I believe once I have made a decision, I just have to accept the responsibility of my actions and of my choices. And whatever happens, happens. Uh -huh. Exactly. Perfect. Anyway, we'll finish there. But um, based on what you've just said, I think... I think I'm going to make a sandwich. I don't think I can be bothered to boil pasta. So mm. I think I'm going to make a sandwich. And that is decision made. And uh, there will be no regrets. No second thoughts. Perfect. <laughs> so anyway, thank you very much, Sean. Thank you for joining us. I'm sure you will be back on the podcast sooner rather than later. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening. So um, before uh, finishing, uh, Sean, do you want to thank our listeners? Yeah, thanks to everyone who has joined us today. And we hope that this podcast has been helpful and you have enjoyed it. Perfect. And teach you by your life. Teach you by your life. See you later, people. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>